Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Hot Takes, Heat Wave Takes. I am your Lodge Master. With me as always is Brother Bishki. 90 degrees, super hot. Brother Lucas on virtual chat. I am keeping cool. <laughs> and once again, looking beautiful in his Slimer t-shirt, Brother Nathan. Burn like hell. I'm here. You summoned me. I came. Oh my god, guys. This is a sweltering hot take. Like, what the hell's going on with this weather right now? Yeah, it's gone from like like 70 degrees to uh, 90 where I am. Oh my god. Compounds all the problems that we're having into a big yeah. hot yeah. rash. So we, we gotta just lead into it. And we turned off the AC just for the hot take. Oh, yeah, yeah. We are sacrificing our fans, our AC, just for you listeners right now because we want the best quality audio that we can get under these circumstances we just we we, we got to try our best so what movie did we see we saw a movie called we summon the darkness mm-hmm. it, it is a video on demand horror film with i thought a premise that can't lose it's set in the 80s it's about these vaguely teenage women headed to a rock concert. Heavy, me- heavy, rock, heavy metal. Heavy metal. Heavy metal goth shows. Shit goes sideways from there. I mean, how can you say no to that? Well, <laughs> first off, there are some twists. So if you do plan on seeing this film, we're about to give away all it has to offer. So There's one stop twist. It. <laughs> stop it now. There's a couple Check it twists. Out. And then come back. Yeah, I would say there's like a twist and a half, maybe. So long production company role at the beginning, and yeah. quite hilarious. Yeah, and I, that's I, when you I, know I, in deep water. And I would like water. to officially declare that the 2020 era of Roger Corman, like school of filmmaking, is now Saban. Films. Saban film. I yeah, think, I, think, Saban I think Saban is, is now. A certain label of a certain kind of quality brand that you can expect to see, which yeah. is to say, like the B picture, pulpy, yes. like canon films of the age. It's 80s. the new canon. Yeah. Yes. They did speed kills. They did a lot. They've done a lot. Yeah, that they we've cruised seen. the festivals and anything that didn't get bought or nobody wanted, they just bought it. Mm, That's yeah. what I think. Their grease trap. Yeah. And another one of the production companies is the Litecoin Foundation, which I can only assume is some Bitcoin? cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit- Bitcoin Productions. And I love it. And f- I love and it. for all those things, I don't think the budget was over like maybe maybe a million or maybe I don't know. It didn't No, it was- and that and that brings us to the next part, which is how do you do 80s on a budget this small? Mm-hmm. The answer is you don't <laughs> you don't you one don't. location i mean it's pretty much a one location movie i mean what's funny is like in the opening they give you the title that it's it's 1988 like indiana yeah but then within like 30 seconds i'm like why are they all dressed 
Like they're in the eighties. And then I'm like, Oh, because it is the eighties. And I, I kept having to remind myself of that. Yeah. There's a ring pop. That was about as far as they went. They, they were I think when they go sucking on the a ring, quickie, pop. the quickie Mart in the opener. Yeah. You yep. see retro they have packaging some old labels on well, the Twinkies. They did get, and it's a big score. They got jolt cola to do to, yep. uh, product placement and that was probably yeah, some that some... definitely sold it was the hostess for me I was <laughs> yeah like, what what kept what kept knocking me is that the jeans the cut of the jeans were obviously modern yeah like yeah. they were oh, trying yeah. to speak Boot to cut. kind of a ragged you know heavy metal jeans of the 80s but they were far too fitted of the now. Yeah, like, agreed. <laughs> I think the girls look really those. looked really modern too. Like it took me a while Very too to think modern. like, oh, I'm in the eighties. I'm I'm in the eighties. Just based on their conversation, it reveals that they are in the eighties. Yeah. But so they go to they go to this giant uh, heavy metal concert and meet some boys. Some kind of the the large mistress was watching it with me, and she's like why are they hanging out with these dorks <laughs> and uh, why would they, they ever yeah like why would they ever hang out with these guys but yeah have you guys noticed who these guys are like did you recognize who one of them yeah. looked vaguely familiar and i was like why do i know this guy so I, the gordon levitt the gordon levitt keanu guy is from alita battle angel yeah ah, alita yeah battle yes. angel. that's gonna bing in your head the big heavy set guy is taylor swift's brother how about what? that what Wow. Austin Swift. Austin Swift. And I thought he wasn't the worst actor. Well, no, what's interesting is I thought that he was the most charismatic. And when they bumped him off, I was kind of bummed because I was like, he actually had the most personality out of the three. Who yeah, his his death is pretty rough. So <laughs> so I thought I thought the way that they handled the concert, because you know, on a budget, it's hard to do a big rock concert. They they made it extra chaotic. They just showed our principal, you know, leads just kind of rocking out in the foreground. And then they showed like little parts of a stage here and there. Like it was very impressionistic. It was like but a, I thought they did it got the job done. Yeah, it was like a one minute heavy metal concert. And that, <laughs> and that was that was that was the end of heavy metal kind of for the Yep, movie. yep. And then they came out and they're like, Whoa, that was amazing. That's amazing. So they go back to this big house, which one of the girls says uh, is her dad's house. And they proceed to uh, one of my other issues with this is that the writer clearly doesn't give a shit about heavy metal music at all, because they have like the most basic bare bones discussion about Metallica. Well, they do. They do. You think their new album and, and they say, Ugh. you know, where you right where you are when they say like they talk about the band members and they say yes. the new guy, Jason Newstead. Yeah, Jason Newstead. Yeah. And then that's the extent of the quote unquote deep dive into these, you know, professional heavy metal fans. So I'm, I'm kind of like you're selling us a bill of goods here. You're talking about hard rock, heavy metal. You give us a one-minute heavy metal concert. You have this cursory discussion about Metallica. And then the rest of the music that you pay for in the movie is the antithesis of heavy metal. Like, you're writing a check that the movie isn't cashing in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, which we'll get into as well. The filmmakers might be more interested in the satanic panic angle, which is something that, you know, these murders get foretold as the girls are together in the car before the concert, all these murders are going on. Yes, there's murders going on, and you couldn't possibly suspect that the girls have anything to do with it. No. But the lodge mistress knew right away. Wow. She knew at 
the convenience store because the old man checking them out at the cash register says, you girls have to be careful. A bunch of nice girls like you. Yeah. She was like, there's no there's no reason for him to say anything about them being nice if unless they wanted us to be thrown off the path. Yeah. So (laughs) that was my experience. (laughs) That's the first time we see Johnny Knoxville, too, on the TV. Johnny yes. Knoxville is a priest. Yes. And we, yep. we automatically know he's a bigger role preacher, than, say, yeah. you know, just a background role. And we get a 15-minute never-have-I-ever bonfire scene. Uh, Which I thought was a great scene, you know, I for what it's worth. I thought that scene was good. It has to play out like that. You okay. know, they're trapping him, you know. But the only problem with that is, obviously, the never-have-I-ever game gets darker and darker as it goes. But... Just before that scene, they remove all tension from it by basically letting us know that these girls are the evil ones. Why would you put that scene (laughs) before the scene where you tantalizingly reveal that they've just drugged the dude's drinks and that they have nefarious yeah one of them one of them has cold feet and they have a whole like are you are you able to do this are you able to kill these guys right before so why why would you do that yeah It, it is like a long long scene that if you still thought that the girls were fine, it would hit you like a, I don't know, not a ton of bricks, but maybe like a brick. A brick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't handled well, for sure. And then I feel like it just goes off the rails from there. Like, Well, you, they, these girls, I, I mean, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about first, Alexandra Daddario. Am I supposed to know this girl or what? Like, uh, where well, is she from, from True Detective. She was from Baywatch. She was True Detective. The Baywatch, one? the Baywatch movie. She's kind of like the new Denise Richards or something like that. She's just. She's got some big old blue eyes. Yeah, she's got big blue eyes. She's beautiful. I kind of she... liked her as this church girl gone bad, though. I mean, in a way, like I thought she was like, <laughs> "We're having a slumber party, mom." You know, I don't know. Step. I don't think she's capable of playing a murderer in any way. I, I don't know. But she, she was having a, a fun. Church, and she produced vibe. it. Yeah. She was one of the producers. Yeah. So she really she really wanted to get her groove on. She wanted to be it. a bad girl. What'd Lucas, you, how, yeah. Lucas, how many times did you invoke a student feature? Uh, oh, man. Oh, you took, yeah. took, Probably uh, the first took, shot, I'm guessing. Took, yeah, he took the words right out of my mouth. Ooh, student feature certified. I felt like this is ineptly told or set up because... <laughs> For almost like 30 minutes, like nothing happens, right? Like, yeah, they're on their driving. There's like this vague headline of like another family murdered or uh, no teenagers slain uh, was the headline in in the liquor store. And then and then there's like a radio program. When that radio program went on, I said out loud, I'm like, Lucas is calling a student feature right now. (laughs) And and, and so, yeah, my my problem was like the, the movie starts so abruptly with them just in the car on the way to the concert. I was like confused. I was like, wait a second. What the fuck is this about? I mean, I, I know it's a I knew it was a horror movie. I didn't see the trailer. I had zero awareness going in. So when they got like the milkshake thrown on them and like they pulled over, I was like, oh, this is bad. This is where like they discover something or someone help pulls over to help them. No, they're just pulling over to like clean the milkshake <laughs> off. Like, okay. And then they get to the parking lot and then at the club and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to turn into like the green room. And then when, yeah, it's like badly revealed that they're in cahoots, like, yeah, it takes all the tension and like completely. It's just gone. It's like, oh, you're doing it wrong. And then 
And then I'm thinking, okay, so it is like the green room, except it's just at this like house. And then it goes greenhouse. It goes from there. But at a certain point, I was like, man, I kind of wish this was a sequel, like an official sequel to Heather's and like Daniel Waters like rewrote (laughs) this concept because they should all be named Heather and like it just it just needed like uh, a Christian Slater you know 2020 surrogate that's our Alita Battle Angel boy that's That's our our boy (laughs) Freddie Prinze Jr. Jr. I was doing Gordon Levitt meets River's Edge era Keanu (laughs) yeah sure sure I was I was captivated by that guy as I was he had had a heart to him I thought and even 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 uh Old Austin Swift, I thought he had something to him. <laughs> like at first, there I don't like Colfax at all. You know, we're not going to yeah, be talking yeah, yeah. about Colfax. Um, that's the thing is they get stuck. This one location thing, they yep. get stuck in there like a rat, rats in cages, man. It's just yep. like anyone could leave at any point. There's no, I mean, it, it, I know that boys get wounded, and you know, some of them get, one of them gets murdered, but it seems like they could always overpower these girls. Yes. Yeah. Like kick this door open. They're on their backs. They're on their, they're on their stomachs at one point shooting. I guess they're shooting spray paint under the door to gas these guys in a little pantry they're, closet. They're in a pantry <laughs> for the entire center of the movie. They get out and then they get back in too. The yeah. dude is gurgling blood for like an hour. Like he's just on the floor, like gurgling, Perfect. like it's getting cold and there's no action. He's just sitting right. there. And it's like you you got to have action in the house. You got this big house. Yes. Use you it. got a big house. And it's we got use like ratchet. three rooms. Yeah. yeah, we use three rooms. Yeah. What are you doing, guys? Yeah, they're stuck in a pantry eating wheat thins, and the girls are spray painting. <laughs> <laughs> they're spray painting underneath the doorway. And once they're out of the room, there's this whole interplay where they're fighting and whatnot. Like, these guys yeah. can just run right out the goddamn door. Yes. But the time management is weird. Yeah. Because the, the stepmom comes home and there's some intrigue there and they end up killing the stepmom. There's like 30 minutes of stuff where then we cut back to the pantry and it's like a second has passed. They they haven't used their time wisely at all. Yeah, and then yeah. They... Keanu hasn't thought of anything to break the door down. <laughs> or I look behind him, there were possible weapons behind yes! him. You know, like there was yes! a can, there was canned cans. You know, even just throw a can at somebody, oh, you'd kill him. You know, like, in that thirty minutes that they were in there, all they did was break two bottles and get ready to fight with the broken bottles, mm-hmm. yeah. which yeah. doesn't work. They introduce a cop though too, yeah, who has a who introduces a, a gun in it. It's supposed to like shift, I think, from like the the scary like slasher thriller, like torture porn, like first half. <laughs> and to the middle half, it's supposed to be like black comedy. Like it's supposed to be funny. We're supposed to be laughing at I the, guess. At but the, the girls aren't funny. showing up and the cops showing up. Like it's it's like they're like I see what they're going for, but it's just you're not quite sticking the landing. Like it was But just- here's here's the other thing, which is the bill of goods that we're being sold. We're being sold a satanic ritual. Yes, the title is misleading. I feel this was grossly mistitled. Like the title is super yeah. misleading. Like it comes at night. It does not come at night. They do not summon darkness. I get that they're riffing off the satanic panic of the 80s, which wasn't real. The title was terrible. The title was fucking terrible. But there's deeper (laughs) problems. There's deeper problems. Because they tie these dudes up, and then we realize these girls aren't into Satan. They're in this cult led by Johnny Knoxville, and they want to create a satanic panic that will drive congregations and and people and money to them to the church. Yeah. Right. And here's the thing that that's, that's a valid premise. However, 
two things. One, you've got to open like your cold open is like a murder scene, like on a Sunday as people are going to church sure. and like Johnny Knoxville's established, the girls are established, they're devout, they're faithful, but they sneak off to go to a concert. And it's like, you need to set it up properly and like establish what the rules are and what the stakes are so that when shit changes or shifts, like it's yes. dramatic and it works. And instead it's like, Okay, you cast Johnny Knoxville. Well, of course he's a fucking creep and a murderer. <laughs> so when the when the kid gets out of the pantry and runs into him, the audience isn't surprised when he like cold bloodedly shoots no. and kills him. It's like, dude, it should have been like Bob Barker, and like we should have thought he was like a good guy, and then Bob Barker like murders him, and we're like, whoa, like we yeah. didn't see that coming. It's probably a budgetary thing where they they had Johnny Knoxville for two days, and oh, he, yeah. when Correct. he comes into this yeah. movie, he literally walks into the movie. That's like, a yeah. that's yeah. a paycheck. They had, they, had, they had him for two days. I'm guessing two days. Yeah, because you're it. waiting forever. I was like, when is Knoxville going to show up? Yeah. I can't believe it was just him on a TV and then nothing for the whole movie. And then yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure before I realized, oh, this is it. Like we're we're gonna just play, I guess, the green room game. But like, I I swear to God, with the title and the setup, I was like, oh man, they're gonna summon the devil and it's going to be Johnny Knoxville and Johnny Knoxville is going to be like, you know, Nicholson from the witches of Eastwick or something. And he's going to be like, kill my pretties. I don't know. But like, I thought one of them was going to like die and come back to life as like a zombie. None of that. Like none, there was none, nothing like, supernatural at yeah, all. Yeah. No, it's satanic panic. You know, it reminded me of uh, house of the devil by Ty West. Yes. You guys which I love, which, which I very love. much, I think that one did the eighties really well. It was really, yes. really going after that style. And there's bursts of graphic violence. Like that it's, this is going, this is trying to do that. And I think it'll, I think it succeeds in that way. In a way, I think house of devil is way better, but my other issue, uh, speaking of weapons that could possibly be used that aren't used. One of the girls seems to have a conscience, like she's, she's holding back and you don't really understand where she's coming from at all, which is a problem. You don't know what she's thinking. You don't, there's supposed to be some sort of twist with her, with how she turns on her friends, but you don't really get it because she's just moping around quietly. She goes out to a shed and she's out there for like 40 minutes in their time. And you're like, what is she doing out there? <laughs> and why aren't they going to look for her? And all that? they're down. That's when they're spraying under the door. Yeah. She finds a file with a couple pictures of some houses and some cash. And then she suddenly realizes, oh, no, the church isn't using the ill-gotten gains to make shelters for runaways they're just enriching their own pockets. Oh my God. Well, now I need to turn against my friends, which is weird because they're already killing people. So it's like, oh, yeah, now that, now that you find out that they're thieving, that's a bridge too far. But anyway, she grabs a <laughs> boat motor, an outboard, a uh, trolling motor in the Midwest. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was i don't know what the fuck that was, that was the biggest awkward weapon ever right yeah you stole that from piranha 3d by the way she lugs it around the house for the rest of the movie people are choked with it people are cut with it people are bonked over the head with it those fucking rip cords are notoriously hard to rip and start yeah, not a good killing machine <laughs> if anything that's like your final coup de gras weapon it's not your workaday 
horror weapon that you use throughout the movie. That's what you use when you're stuck in a pantry. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You MacGyver it. Horror MacGyver. The fact that they use that trolling motor over and over and over again shows that they just, the the creativity is not there. You have a full house full of potential weapons. Uh, What are you doing? Like, why are we here? Yeah, Yeah. that that middle middle to late half, they feel like they're improvising the scenes. Like, okay, we'll go over here and we'll do this and you'll attack me and I'll (laughs) And then the boys will get out for a second and he stabs her in the back. And like, there's all these like awkwardness. It's like the movies we used to make when we'd have a sleepover. It's like, well, what do we have? We have a suburban house. Yeah. And go. How do we get people bloody? How do we bonk people over the head with stuff? But even in our homemade movies, we'd use more creative weapons than what they did in this. They're falling back on like, hey, we don't have, you know, we don't have cell phones. You know, they're, they're saying, oh, the audience will just go with all this shit. But yeah, it's like when you want to ramp it up and play some metal music. They turn on a uh, cover version of Belinda cover. Car- of Belinda cover. Car- cover. Belinda Carlisle's Heaven is a Place on Earth. It's always a cover. Performed by Cover Sauce. I saw in the credits. <laughs> cover <laughs> Sauce. <laughs> Damn. Which would have been a great end credit, yeah. It was yeah. tens of thousand dollars less. Yeah. But they paid for the real version of Heart and Soul by Topau for the end yeah. credits. Yeah, that's right. It's like, again... This movie, you know, who are you courting here? You're courting heavy metal fans. You're courting satanic horror yeah. movie fans. Teenage girls, you give them, teenage boys. You give them neither, and then you end with heart and soul? You should end with a blistering heavy metal track to at least sort of bring it back to your thesis statement. Yeah, for sure. But no, it's just like, get a little heart and soul. <laughs> you know, like, that, 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 that doesn't... It doesn't match up with what you're doing. There was some low-budget foibles in this too, man. There's a scene where it's like a bloody scene where they're kind of just all hacking on each other, and you see flies like flying <laughs> everywhere. And that's you know they love that corn syrup number nine or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, the actors were like having trouble. They're like, yeah. all right. And that's when you know you're like, damn, these guys. They Fly were on set for like two days, and there's yeah. flies all over their faces, man. All right. Well, oh my God. Does anybody have any other plot points to discuss? Knoxville gets killed pretty quickly. Uh, he gets bonked over the head with the motor. Oh, I'm sorry. He, he, motor. He, does, he, does, he doesn't get killed. I forgot. He doesn't get killed. He, he doesn't shoots get one killed. of the guys. Oh, Not that I care, but. He has some presence, though. I like Johnny Knoxville. Oh, yeah. No, that I would have yeah. liked a lot more of him. Like, yeah. I, I would have liked a movie that he was in. Yeah. As, 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 as Lucifer, as the devil. That sells them the tickets to the show that turns them crazy. Yeah, why not? And when he said, there is actually, I mentioned there is no cell phone, but he says, I have a cellular phone. Like, he spelled it out. Like I, the 80s. I loved that line. Reed. Yeah, he I, says, I, I clocked it. I clocked it. I wrote yeah. it in my notes. He says, I have a cellular phone in my car. Cellular phone. <laughs> like, that line reading is better than pretty much anything else in the movie. So. And one, I remember I had, I had Judd Nelson love. One of the girls says, like, you know who my ideal is? Judd Nelson. And then <laughs> one of the other that. girls says, who is Judd Nelson? <laughs> yeah, Again, yeah. you can't escape Judd Nelson in 1988. Yeah. All right. Let's summon them bones of darkness. I can feel it in my bones. I feel like we're all going to kind of be on the same page here, but uh, I don't know. Brother Nathan, you're you're the the guest in this house. Set the table for us. Yeah, like I feel feel like 
this is a total VOD entry in this world. You know, like it's like House of the Devil is what I kept going back. They're trying to yeah. maybe they were put in a box. The filmmakers are like, this is what we're trying to do. But it didn't have enough sex, didn't have enough Satan, which which is why we all got there. I think the there's first, no Satan. There's no Satan. I mean, the metal stuff I went, went immediately. That's what discouraged me, too, when they started talking in 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 that world. Metallica. <laughs> and they were talking about, what? Like, like it was all jokes. It wasn't like, you know, well observed or anything. So I think the setup. Yeah on paper is really good that first hour where you don't know you don't know where the girls are you know heads are at they're the fawns in this and i was like oh maybe this is gonna be you know but but it wasn't handled well it didn't you know you, it was tipped off for me even and i was like i mean i i kind of knew you know like the way i the way i did it i, I kind of knew they were gonna be bad but it really had nothing for me uh other other than a couple <laughs> of interesting sensitive moments with the actors i i, I they're all they're all like this is something that maybe the next guy or the, or the next film they do they'll, sure. they'll, st- they'll start to get better but for me it didn't have anything even in the genre so i'm like mm. i'm like one and a half bones on this one one and a half one and a half and is that with any sort of quarantine bump or is that just straight one and a half it didn't do anything for me <laughs> in the quarantine <laughs> And I did the I did the VOD poster and it still didn't do anything for me. But uh, <laughs> that's true. We have to say that uh, Nathan is inextricably connected to this film. They bought they bought a lot of art for this. You know, like uh, Sabin's kind of good with that. So I think so, there was a lot of art for this campaign that was that retro eighty stuff, and that that might really sell it. You know, to the right audience. Some people are going to click on that VOD. It if you rent this on VOD. Take a moment before you click to just drink in the beautiful artwork that Brother Nathan. We got a nice provided. upside down cross. Outstanding. <laughs> I think Johnny looks nice and badass. So. Oh yeah, it he looks a like a different job. movie though, and it sadly looks like the movie that I wanted to see or expected yeah, Nathan, to see. Yeah, Nathan, you sold us a fucking well, movie that we didn't get. To, to be switch. fair, Nathan did not see this before. <laughs> I didn't even see a frame of it till we watched it. So yeah, all right. Yeah. Which is which is status quo for poster artists. Yeah, Brother Lucas, you look like you're you're ready to say something what's going on here what yeah i uh i definitely am gonna piggyback off brother nathan here because i was so confused for the first 30 <laughs> minutes and i was like wow you know if this wasn't like a lodge cast hot take i don't think i'd survive i, I wouldn't i wouldn't make it in this i'd probably turn You'd it walk off. out of your own apartment because yeah i was waiting for it to like kick in the plot and when it did and i was like okay so this is what it is and like okay i don't really buy their motivation but let's just suspend our disbelief and accept it it still didn't work as like yeah a thriller or a dark comedy uh, I wish it was like a Heather sequel as it is. Or if you're calling it, we summon the darkness, like you should summon the devil. It should be Johnny Knoxville and like a tuxedo, like Beetlejuice. He like makes them, you know, drink the crazy drug that makes them go crazy and do like a Charles Manson family type murder house. Like mystery. Is this a live rewrite? Yeah, it's a live rewrite. <laughs> Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! The irony is, like, the death metal kids that, like, thought they were into, like, heavy hardcore shit are the ones that have to, like, save the girls and, like, you know, make them not go crazy. I don't know. I just felt like it reminded me of, like, It Comes at Night where I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, this, you cannot call this movie this and just have it be something else. So I give it, I, I would give it one bone, but because of Johnny Knoxville... Mm. I was like, yeah, it is good to see him. And like, I don't ever see him act in like non jackass related movies. And he is charismatic and he is kind of funny. And it's like, I just wish he was given yeah, a better role and better material and like was more integral to the plot as opposed to just like a 
celebrity cameo essentially yeah lucas you bring up a good point like what if he was like even a pre- even a preacher exercising these girls you know like you know like like you know going after killing I mean, like it'd be more interesting he'd yeah, more yeah, to yeah do. absolutely like uh, he'd the, be like a religious zealot more you know it'd be yeah, more interesting. like he's the guy that like un deprograms them after they get brainwashed you know like he's been tracking them across multi-states like multiple high schools and everyone thinks he's a pervert but really he's like the good guy <laughs> Pretty much any any spin on this would have been more interesting than what it was, unfortunately. They just didn't have him for they had it for two days, man. They had it for two days. <laughs> so what what how many bones? One and a half. I give it one and one a half. One and a half. Sure. All right. All right. All right. Brother Bishke, uh heart and soul, love and light. Mm. Alexandra Love. <laughs> v uh yeah, this is VOD through and through. We I think we have to vet <laughs> these VOD movies. Maybe have one person watch it and let the rest <laughs> Let the, oh, that's painful for that one person. If we're not watching them together, let's just vet these movies. Have one person fall on the grenade and, and not yeah, have like to. Um, yeah. So, because I want, I want to recommend movies we're seeing. This one, I would have shut off, but it's. <laughs> I love the eighties. I don't. Yep. I don't particularly like the retro eighties. I avoid Stranger Things. I hate Finn Wolfhard. I'm allergic hey. to all that stuff. There too, was man. there was no salad dragons to be summoned. Uh, oh, no. I, I would I give I would give this the Finn Wolfhard, but <laughs> it gets a quarantine bump because there's a great poster for this movie, yeah. and, and oh, I'm I'm gonna bump it up to the uh, Roger Ebert Memorial Half Bone for the quarantine oh. bump because Half because this boner. this one was uh, I'm sorry, Dario, you did not impress me. <laughs> you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Uh, and the girl who played Val, who was peeing all the time, I did not. I was not impressed by her. Oh yeah, she says like I haven't showered in three days. Like oh, that's how she starts her character. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. This was rough. Let's let's vet these VODs. Give our uh, <laughs> listeners something to. Uh, I think Saban Films is going to show up again though. I just say that. Oh know. yeah, <laughs> Saban. Saban Films has been pretty much every movie we've done since the quarantine. Yeah, there's plenty. They got that. plenty. Yeah. Bought it all, and they're releasing it now. Yeah, yeah. Jay and Silent Bob reboot, mm-hmm. Bloodshot. Yes. they're everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, you you gotta you gotta really reassess what you're doing as a filmmaker. If Brother Bishki's giving you the lowest rating, Ooh. below the Father of Morth line in the Virtual Edge, that's <sighs> that's rough. That's well, rough, Bish. I thought you were giving Alexandra Bone or something. Nah, she's no good. I do, <laughs> I do feel offended because. Again, I don't like to be very clearly advertised something that is in no way, shape, or form delivered. That's a sin. I can't really accept that. I really feel like there was a can't-miss premise here, and you could do it on a low budget. You could pull it off, but the sensibilities weren't right, and the love for the ostensible subject matter wasn't there mm-hmm. so for sure what are we supposed to do with that i'm at a loss so i'm at a half a bone too but because we're in the quarantine and it's entertainment <laughs> and because that poster is just so beautiful yeah. to look i at. think yes. johnny knoxville is like man what a missed opportunity yeah and the and for that johnny knoxville line read i have a cellular phone in my car dude you know that he only was doing one takes it was like one and done he was just like but he nailed it yeah there's a shot there's a shot of him eating crackers in a kitchen yes (laughs) with no lights on you're gonna get a half bone just for that too so i'm up to a rickety frankenstein (laughs) together one bone for we summon the darkness but 
I do wish the filmmakers well and uh, just just nail it on the next one. Guys. Growing pains, growing pains, yeah. possibly. Yeah. 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 Let's dig deeper in the VOD universe and find something worth watching, folks. No, yeah, appreciate Let's the digging here. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought this to the thing, but whatever. No, <laughs> this has inspired me to to dig deeper in the iTunes store and uh, find something. Yeah, let's let's find something that's good, and mm. uh, if it doesn't make us feel good and life affirmed, at least let's get let's get some calcium in these bones. Yeah, boys, I love seeing you. I love that we're uh, keeping this up. Even considering these uh, extenuating <laughs> circumstances, uh, good luck in the heat wave. Let's let's turn all our fucking a- AC. Let's get that AC I'm, back jumping, on. I'm jumping right I'll into a cold shower. A, po- a post hot take cold shower. Love and cool light, guys. Loving the coolest light, y'all. Hot take cold shower. Love and light. Love and light, y'all.